Another uh, frequent hot button issue on social media is uh, uh, safety and security, particularly personal safety and security. I, I see threads on Facebook with hundreds of hundreds of replies and comments about how to stay safe in your camper van uh, and while traveling. And like so many of these topics, we've got an article about that over on vansage.com. And I was recently, well, I was thinking actually about the, the very unfortunate event that happened about a year ago, the Canada Highway killings, where some van, van lifers uh, were killed. And just how tragic and horrible that was. But it, it just prompted me to go back and take a look at our uh, safety and security article and do a little bit of updating. I think I realized, though, uh, after looking at it, we really need to write another one that's more specific to personal safety and security. This one's a bit general. It's good, though. And so I'm, I'm just going to walk you through a few of the points on it, and I'll let you know when we when we update, or of course, if you sign up for the newsletter, you'll you'll see when it's updated. The personal safety and security thing, you know, it's it's like on one level, it's very similar to general safety and security. You don't want your laptop stolen, but more importantly, you don't want your van hijacked or or worse, you know, something something personal, so uh, bodily harm or whatever. And we've got some of that stuff in here. Uh, the first one is rest stop safety and security. Different states, I think it's it's very different depending on where you are in the world. I mean, some places don't even have rest areas, uh, some countries that is. And then in the United States, there's really drastic differences between rest areas in different states. And for example, in the Seattle area, the, the rest areas are always packed full of people. There's It's very unusual to arrive at a rest area that isn't absolutely full. And that's partly because because Washington state has a pretty bad homelessness problem and the state patrol allows up to eight hours of parking in a rest area. So they're always full. And that's a good thing in terms of, of safety and security. It's not a good thing in terms of looking for a parking space or trying to get some sleep. But if there are a lot of people around, generally you're safer. So that's good. But uh, in other places, I mean, I've been to vast, sprawling uh, rest areas of hundreds of acres in, say, Arizona, where I might be one of four vehicles, and there's 200 empty parking spaces and a great big bathroom or rest restroom area that's clean and and beautiful. And it's just you know it's yeah it's in the middle of a long stretch of highway, but nobody really stops or very few people do. So so again a lot there's a there's drastic differences depending on where you are in the country wherever you are at a rest area you need to be mindful and alert so before i move on i'll just talk about really the number one principle for staying safe in general and that's uh stay alert stay alive and i don't know where that expression comes from i think it might be a military thing you can email me at podcastadvancesage.com if you know the origin of it but I don't suppose that really matters other than to say that stay alert, stay alive is a really good thing to keep in mind, uh, especially when if you're alone and around strangers or in a vulnerable place such as uh, boondocking somewhere out on BLM land and uh, who knows who's out there and what they have in mind. And stay alert, stay alive, it just basically means be diligent, pay attention you know, if if you pull into a rest area and there's some really sketchy looking 
uh, people or a sketchy looking person, um, don't park next to them. You know, that's, it's just really basic common sense. Now, some people would say, oh, you have to be trusting and give people the benefit of the doubt, et cetera, et cetera. But well, there are consistencies, you know, amongst, amongst people who are more likely to be more in need, you know? So sketchy, you decide what sketchy is. I'm not going to try to define that for you. I'm just going to say to trust your gut. And if some, if a situation, a place, a group of people, a person feels sketchy, trust your gut and move on, you know, park a ways away or, or wait, go to another rest area, whatever it takes. And especially if you're going to be there for a long time, if you're going to be there overnight or something, you know, um, so that's that, that gets back to stay alert and stay alive. So that, that thread runs through all of this article and through the concept of personal safety and security in general. Another big one I've got here is uh, gas station safety. It turns out that mini marts are one of the most common places in the United States for robberies and shootings. And that's uh, statistical. It's, and it makes perfect sense. You know, people are on the road and they're, they're desperate and they're out, run, they've run out of whatever. And there's cash in this, in this mini mart or convenience store. So it, it, that's a place to stay, to be really, really cautious and, and mindful. Now, personally, I actually don't use convenience stores for the most part. I wait and buy my groceries or any food or drinks in grocery stores. And when I get gas, I try to do it at larger institutions that are, that are well populated. In other words, there's a lot of people around. I really don't want to stop at convenience stores in the middle of nowhere. And I'm certainly going to avoid going inside and milling about and trying to pick the right potato chips or whatever. There's just no reason for that. You know, it's, that's just a personal thing that I decided to, to do a long time ago, but it's just something to keep in mind. Now, some of us really rely heavily on gas stations for toilets. I recommend getting some kind of a portable toilet for your van, such as a folding toilet or even just a bucket boss, you know, the, the lid uh, seat for a five gallon bucket and some sawdust or cat litter and and a tight fitting lid and you're good. You don't have to go into any gas stations for a toilet, which by the way, it's probably the dirtiest place in America to use a toilet <laughs> pandemic or not. Right. So that's another, that's one way to avoid uh, gas stations or rather convenience stores. Uh, you know, you can still go to a convenience store and get gas and not go inside, just pay with a card. So yeah, that, those are my thoughts on that. And I know I'm a little bit uptight about it, but I want to be safe and I want you to be safe. So there's that. There's the locking of your van. That's obvious, right? Well, not everybody locks when they get inside. You know, if you're outside of your van in a store, well, your keys aren't in there, right? Your keys are with you. And when you get in, your keys are with you. So somebody might wait until you get into your vehicle to try to steal it because it's going to be a lot easier if they can get the keys from you than if they try to hotwire it, especially a modern vehicle. When you get in, lock the doors. If you're in public, it doesn't matter where you are. If you're in a downtown area, if you're out in the woods, you don't know who's who's out there. There's no reason not to lock the doors. You can still have some windows cracked and all that and your fans running. And, you know, it's just one more. What it is, you know, probably no one will ever try to break into your van while you're in it. It's really that simple. But... If you're in your van and everything's locked up, 
it's one more kind of layer of uh, being able to relax or one more way to relax and not, not have to worry about something happening. You can enjoy that interior space a little bit more. And of course, sometimes you've got all the doors open and the awning out and well, that's a whole different thing. And, and that's having some kind of, of alertness given the fact that you're, you're exposed outside. And again, I don't recommend anybody live with such a high level of diligence that they're paranoid and constantly swiveling their head around and, and being freaked out. And again, again, if that's how you're feeling about where you're at, you should go somewhere else. You know, if the surroundings are sketchy or the company, the nearby campsites are super messy or super loud, a lot of partying, a lot of drinking, crazy stuff going on, relocate. It's not worth it. You know, it's not worth being stressed out and it's not worth taking the chance with someone who might be heavily intoxicated or whatever. And I'm not anti-intoxication. Sometimes I get a little tipsy myself. That's not the point. The point is be cautious, be alert, and trust your gut. So moving right along, sleeping, you know, when you're, when you're going to be sleeping in your van, pay attention to all those things as far as locking up and stuff like that. One of the things I like to do is uh, park in such a way that I can pull out of wherever I am quickly. I, I never understand why people pull in head first and now they're kind of trapped and they could easily be blocked in. Uh, or if they were to try to pull out, they would have to do so in a hurry, that is, or with, with another, with a vehicle trying to, that's trying to block them in or a person that's you know standing in the way. They would have to do so while backing up. There's just no reason for that. And I've already done an, an entire uh, episode about backing into parking spaces. I didn't even mention safety, uh, personal safety in that episode, but it's, it's equally true. I mean, when you go to your campsite, if you can back in, you should back in because then you can pull out whenever you're ready or sorry, whenever you need to. And maybe that's in the middle of the night. Maybe that's 4 a.m. and someone's, you know, rattling on the door uh, trying to get it open you can jump in the driver's seat and just drive away. So that's something to think about. It's a thought. Um, you know, there's, of course, there's all that stuff with, well, which side's the door on and, <laughs> and what's the best way to park in terms of the, the campfire, et cetera, et cetera. All different issues. Maybe orient the back doors to the campfire. I don't know. Something to think about. So I'm going to stop rambling about this now. I've got, uh, I'll, I'll tell you some more points that are in this article. It's just called Van Life Safety and Security. So if you go to vansage.com and just search for the word, I don't know, safety, you'll find it. Uh, we've got uh, van life, we've got safety and security for stealth camping, how to stay safe and secure in the campground, how to keep your valuables safe and secure. And really about half of the article is about that, is about how to, you know, keep your, your personal possessions, your expensive stuff in the van safe and much, much less likely to get stolen, much less likely to cause your van to get broken into. And I'll give you a hint. You have to go read about this. I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's a teaser. You can take advantage of a dog to keep your van safe, even if you don't have one. Hmm. That's a riddle. So go check it out. <laughs> Head to the site and, and find that article, Van Life Safety and Security. And shoot me a, uh, well, leave a comment on the article would be the best thing. Or you can leave, uh, send me a, uh, an email at podcastadvantage.com. Let me know how you stay safe and uh, we'll chat about it. All right. 
Hey, I hope you're enjoying the show. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Camper Van Podcast. The Vantage newsletter goes out every Sunday evening, and if you're not signed up for that yet, well, you're missing out. Packed full of valuable, fun weekly features, product resources, videos, photography, exclusive content, and other cool van life stuff. It's easy to get signed up, only takes a few seconds, and the link to do so is in show notes right there in your podcatcher app. And while you're at it, I have a quick favor to ask. Please take a few seconds to send that link to friends, family, post it to your social media feeds, etc. It really does make all the difference and will allow me to continue publishing this show. Okay, that's it for now. Take care. Have fun. I'm glad you're here. Enjoy the adventure. But you treat me so unkind. down to the station. It's the fast mail train I see. I think I hear coming. 